It's baseball season at Three Punk Ales, home of La Flama Blanca Pale Mexican Lager. Located in the heart of the South Bay at 259 3rd Avenue, Chula Vista. We're just a minor threat. Three Punk Ales. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Me, it's us. <laughs> <laughs> Another episode of Emo Brown, the Saddest Mexican, brought to you by Three Punk Ales, located here in Chula Vista in downtown. And today, un compita ya de muchos años. We've established that right now before the episode. El compita Fede Savignon. From <laughs> where? From Happy Beer, Happy Life. Oh, nice. Damn. What's up? Que onda, dude? <laughs> Stoked to be here. Man... This is I awesome. feel like we've been we've been trying to make this one happen for a little bit, but I, and I, and I keep saying that to people that I've had on recently. Pero con el, el quarantine and the pandemic, right. obviously everyone's a little bit different. We all take our, our our safety measures very seriously. You have a family, I have a family. We have to make sure that we're taking care of our best interests. But thankfully, aquí estamos all. I'm stoked. Fuck yeah, <laughs> man! We were chatting about this. It's like you're an artist. You know, you're, you're a graphic designer. You create. I try. I try. You make. I try. <laughs> um, I was just telling you that I have some of your shirts that are older than my kids, bro. I have shirts from from festivals that I go to before my kids were even That's born, awesome. bro. That's cool. Yeah, and my kid is seven. He's eight, and you've been around for eight years. That's crazy. So it was like that's kind of around yeah. the time. And then I'll be every now and then I do I do a little purge in the closet. Like, cuál me llevo, cuál la dejo, cuál. And I'm like, <laughs> No, I can't get rid of that. That shit is old school. I can't oh, get rid of that. Cool. As I, that hat you're wearing, as I got that one. Dude, I got awesome. so much of your awesome. gear. It's ridiculous. That's cool. There was a phase I went through where I went to festivals strictly to buy your gear. I was like, hobby beer, hobby life. Oh, he's got that Hawaiian print. Oh, he's got them flannels, bro. <laughs> Those are my favorites. And for you sure. Started, then you, you, you hit us with them fanny packs. Oh, and then I had to get packs. all the fanny packs. I remember I got the rent one. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. What got you into thank this? You, thank Obviously, you. you're an artist at heart. That um, is your, your profession. Since I was a little kid. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that comes from my grandpa and probably my mom. My grandpa worked with leather. Mm. Like, so he made belts and wallets and all this crazy stuff with really cool designs on there. And then my mom picked it up from him and they just got passed on. Like, I remember when I was like six or seven, like a little kid. Uh, my mom drawing superheroes. Okay. Like she would draw like Batman or Superman or Wonder Woman. And uh, I don't know if you remember the ones where you would cut the cape off and then cut the figure out and then cut the boots off and then put oh, them all together. Yeah. She would do that for us. Like and little activities like, that you would work on? Right. So instead of buying us the 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 comic or the book or whatever she would draw something like, Here, and then me you. and my brother would be like playing with these like paper figures all day long it was pretty cool where where, where is your family originally from uh mexico mexico yeah because the leather is nuevo leon where's where the leather prevalent from? we we lived there for in nuevo leon? three years oh, okay. monterrey monterrey mm -hmm. yeah that was fun that was really cool uh football con ganas everywhere it was so fun but um, yeah, I was little. I was like, oh, maybe nine when I was there. 
And then you came back yeah. to the States or? Uh, well, I was born and raised in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So I was there till like six or seven. Then we moved to uh, Monterrey and then we, we moved to uh, Sonora, oh, Hermosillo. Nice. Hermosillo? Mm-hmm. Nice. And then I made it up here. And you've been doodling ever since, since day one? Or? Uh, not really. Um, it was either skateboarding, uh, punk rock, or yeah, doodles. What was that all about? Because I, I, when you got in here, it's like, I know, I know this fit. I know happy beer, happy life fit. But every now and then, like on your social media, you'll drop a nugget, like of you, like, like just what? traveling. And I was like, damn, this fool's got, <laughs> he's got some cool, he's got some stories, um, he's got some background. Uh, yeah, lots of moving around, uh, thanks to my dad. Um, he was trying to change Mexico and he was like, uh, I'm going to join the government, work for the government and change it from the inside. And then he just realized super fast that, fuck, you can't it's do it. It's a difficult task. Yeah, you can't do it. You will get killed. You'll get fired, whatever, you know, ridiculed. So he's like, you know what? I'm going to quit. I'm going to save my money, sell everything. And then I'm going to start a school. So he started a university. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, he's a huge monster inspiration for everything I do, you know? And uh, just the fact that he did that from scratch was just nuts. So since I was a little kid, uh, well, maybe not that little, I was like maybe 11 or 12, um, I saw the struggles of owning your own business, of starting from nothing, you know? And like, it was just inspirational. Where did your dad mm-hmm. create this university? In Hermosillo. ¿Cómo se llama la universidad? Universidad de Hermosillo. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah, your dad it's created still there. It's still from, going. from scratch, from nothing, just from built From nothing. Right. Dude, how hard is it to wake up one day and realize, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to build a university. And for the people. Like, he just wants to educate people. Teach them, you know, this is the way. Education. Man. And that university still stands to this yep. day. Yep. That's, dude, that's awesome. I wasn't expecting Even though that. the government keeps trying to take it down. But por qué? Because the Mexican government? Yeah, he knows the, the, the laws, man. He knows, like, I'm not going to get bribed. I'm not going to bribe anybody. It's like, this is, I'm going legit. So as soon as somebody comes in to ask for a bribe, he's like, see you later. Yeah. And then here comes all the trouble later, you know? Always. It's like, fuck. But he's still doing it. Good for man. him, man. So you, kicking ass. When you say that you you were small business minded from the get, no manches, dude. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got you've got the blueprint built inside your your DNA on how to. He just how does to build. it twenty four seven, nonstop. It, so he stayed down there, and then you guys ventured up north to aquel Estados Unidos. Well, my brother was born in Boston. Okay. Because my dad went to Harvard. Mm. He did some crazy, crazy education and like two or three years, like super fast, like he record speed, like he didn't sleep at all. And he was born there. And then him, my mom and my sister moved to uh, Nogales, Arizona. And then I was already here in Tucson. Yeah. Your dad went, dude, your dad sounds like a legend. Yeah, he's he's out there. Yeah. He went, so he went to Harvard, he got his education in order to move back down to Hermosillo and set up shop and create his university. And yeah, make the place better. Oh man. And who, did he bring people, did he bring people from Harvard? Did anybody jump on board with his idea, with his plan? Uh, 
I don't think so. No, no. He, so he came back, solo, yeah. did his thing, went yeah. to Hermosillo, probably found people that had like-minded ideas. He so, had two really good friends. I remember them being around a lot. And yeah, with their help and just his determination, like they, yeah, they went all out. Dude, that's a great upbringing, man. Yeah, that, that yeah, there's, no, there's no better. It was hard though. Like um, everyone forgets the, the hard work part, you know? I yeah, mean, part, everybody says part A and then they see part X, you know? Right, right. Everyone yeah, everybody just forgets the, the B to, you know. It's like, oh, cool. You got all this. Oh, you got all that. Yeah, but nobody remembers, like, what got you there. Yeah. yeah. Did the university, though, bro. Fine. That's insane. That's next level. No. And that leads to you. Right. El Compita Fede. <laughs> Compita Fede, you've been now uh, in San Diego, Hoppy Beer, Hoppy Life, the company, at least for eight years. You just had your eight year anniversary. How did the pandemic change your business model? How did this current uh, quarantine or how did this, uh, the current state of things in, in our state, in our country, in the world affect your livelihood? <laughs> right. <laughs> change, it, it, change, it flipped the script it, on it. it. Yeah, it's a, it's a complete change. And it was really literally overnight. Um, like we had seven, I think, seven festivals, beer festivals we were going to go set up shop at. And uh, Shannon helps me like crazy on those. Like she's always there for me. Um, and Shannon's my wife. And um, yeah, it was all planned out for like the next two, three months, I think. And then that's next your busy day, season, huh? the busy yeah, season. That's the that, that was the money maker. And uh, yeah, next day, literally, like start getting emails. It's like, Can't we're going to have to, yeah, postpone. We're going to have to postpone. Uh, here's your money back. Here's your money back. Here's your money back. And then I'm like, oh, crap. You know, like, how are we going to handle that part of it? Um, and yeah, sure thing. It was overnight uh, or in maybe a week and a half, like from whatever we were making, we were making this much money and now we're making half Dude, of that. Yeah. Because yeah. most and of your business still model there. is... is in person, in person sales right because you sell merchandise you sell shirts you, you just you sell clothing so it was a big hit yeah. yeah like right off the bat it was like oh 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 i just yeah yeah like all right and your wife is a, she's a teacher right so, so that also she is nice and busy right now yeah, well she's you were busy. telling me she's getting on the on the brink of going back to school right. and opening up and having kids come into her classroom next week so not even distance learning anymore no that's crazy and she's a distance learning was the most difficult thing she's ever done. It's like just exhausting and just difficult. And um, she teaches a uh, first grade. Okay. So put the little first graders in front of a computer to listen to a, a, a teacher. That's every day, bro, hard. we do that every day. I have yeah. a, we have a first grader in Jackson and he requires a lot of one-on-one, right. you know? So right. my hat's off to wifey. And when I'm, when I'm there during the day, we do our part. It's, it's frustrating. It makes oh, us appreciate what a teacher goes right. through on the regular. This is much more difficult, obviously, because it's distance learning, bro. Right. You know, and they're first graders. They, they, they're, 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 no they're no worse nada. than mine. Yeah. <laughs> they, they have a hard time grasping like this, that, mm. and the other. Um, fortunately, wifey is super patient. She had her own daycare awesome. like facility that she opened up from scratch as well. So she, she brought that wealth of knowledge that she has. And she was able to teach our kids in this time right now. She was able to like homeschool them and just keep them on until distance learning came into play. And my little guys, they, they, that's amazing. Especially the middle kid in Jackson, because he's the one that requires the most attention. He learned the most 
Like I was, I was like, este way. He aprendió, he learned to count, he learned his ABCs, he learned the colors, you know. And, 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 and from like preschool, we were like, este way, he's going to require some attention. He's going to require like for us to like guide him and take him. And then ping, from one day to the next, like it was like, it was there. And I was like, yeah. damn, wifey, thank you. Like, That's awesome. That she, you did this. Right, right. But that just makes me reflect more on like teachers, bro. Right. Underappreciated. Well, it's a, it's teamwork. It's parents and teachers working together, you know? It's I feel like poor. now more than ever, people are going to realize it's like, you don't just send your kid to right. school and then bring them home. And that's a wrap. <laughs> it's going to be like continuous learning, man. And yeah, it, cause man. how was your learning experience coming from a, a background where both your mom was an artist, your dad was a hustler as it relates to education and, and, and doing this thing, going to Harvard, going through the like fast pass program like at disneyland getting to space mountain right under 30 minutes he got through harvard in two to three years um so i'm the opposite of that <laughs> everything you just said nail, not me <laughs> uh, but yeah um just being around that mentality and just that kind of inspiration and push because like my dad was always read this oh look at this look at the newspaper article look at this read me something like he would just hand me the, the newspaper you know, a ver, mijo, like, right right and i'm like all right whatever but even though you don't want to do it you end up learning about whatever you were reading you know um with my mom it was just cooking and food and just uh just the basics you know all the 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 day-to-day -day stuff just she made me do a lot of stuff, you know, get involved, you know, which is really cool. Behind a successful business, you know, is a supportive partner. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, in this example, it was your dad. Your dad right. was the one, he, he, he had the vision, he, he had the idea on what he wanted to do, and your mom was the one holding it down, you right. know? Right. And it's a common theme that, that I've encountered over the last few months with people that I've hung out with and talked to. It's like business owner friends or people that I just met. It's like one partner is hustling, trying to get that right. established into the next level. And the other partner is holding it down, being super supportive, mm -hmm. taking care of, if there's a family involved, taking care of the family, if there's a home, right. making sure everything is handled at home. Bro, it, it, it's necessary. Yeah. And it, but it's, <laughs> it's like, necessary. No, it's <laughs> necessary. You have to wear both hats. Like right, you said, right. mm -hmm. if fucking one thing we learned during this thing is like, don't get comfortable being comfortable. Right. It's right. like, you're going to have to learn. You're going to have to learn that, okay, I was once the fucking breadwinner. Now I can't be the breadwinner. Right. Now I got to be the guy who holds it down. Right. And wifey's, a, wifey's right. on her hustle now. Right, right. Now I got to support her. That's awesome. That's the only way it works, dude. I think so. You know, because who did I talk to? It's and, like even and, Stevens. See, exactly. <laughs> like, and, and I always like, my only example is we're, we're Mexican. Mm -hmm. And the people that I've been having on here lately, by coincidence, or I don't know if I'm just like naturally drawn to, to, to people who, who are business owners, who are go-getters, who are of the same culture, you know, like Mexican, like me. But everybody tells me, it's like, my parents are hustlers. Like oh, yeah. they, they work. They no, showed me stop. what it's like to not quit. They showed no, me what it's like stop. to keep going. Right, right. So it's like, that's all I know. Mm -hmm. And you're just the next peg right, on, right. On, that, on that ladder to get your to the turn. top. It's like, you, you, man, you're the same thing. You <laughs> know, you, you have teach Shannon. that to your kids. Huh? That's the only yeah. thing I have to teach. Wifey and I always talk about that. It's like, what do I want? He's like, because I was in, in banking and and then I was uh, I was let go when this started. Yeah. And I was like, all right, fuck, sink or swim. Like, now mm -hmm. I have kids. I can't swing. I think I can't not just give up. You know, I just can't just keep going. stop. We got to keep going, you know. So fortunately, knock on wood, 
my parents did the right thing and they put That's that awesome. inside of me. Like, hey, cabrón, tú también. You got mm-hmm. kids, you got mouths to feed, you got to right, work. Right, right, right. So it makes me happy to oh, to yeah. kind of like organically be surrounded by by people who who abide by those same rules, who right, play right. by the same rules of the game, you know? They're inspiration. Yeah. They keep you going. But imagine the opposite. (laughs) Or not. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, I feel bad for people and parents that don't have that in them, you know, that are just stuck. Yeah, that sucks. Do you know any parents like that? But then it it makes, uh, I used to know a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But it makes the kids pretty badass too. Resilient. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Because, I mean, I swear they get smarter faster. There's no. Because they gotta, they gotta hustle. They can't sink. Yeah. Because their safety net is oh, it's no longer a safety net. There's holes in the safety net. My my foundation is 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 fragile. So I got to depend on myself. Yeah. That's hard. It is. You know. So I mean, what what does that show you? It's like there's more to there's more than one way to get to your goal. Right. And like either you have supportive like a support group behind you, which is usually your family when you're little, Mm -hmm. or it's like you got yourself. Right. And just like fuck, I got nobody. It's that privilege that everyone's talking about right now. You know, and you've been talking a lot about of people it. have it like yeah. me and a lot of people don't. And um, you know what? And it's funny, man. Um, we we take things for granted. Exactly. We, we, we we're not as grateful as we should be. Like right. when the, I'm fucking grateful now. You know, it's like I, I get tired. I'm exhausted. And it's like, fuck. And I, was telling it you. I need to be more appreciative yeah. of what I have. Yeah. Like, you know, I need yeah. like, yeah. it's like I have to like take a step back and be like, OK, what the fuck? Like, right. why? Why am I like why am I being like negative? Why am I being like this and like shitting on it's things? It's not easy. Yeah. No. It's not easy being positive. Like, especially all the time or during hard times, you know, you gotta, yeah. I feel like you need a hard feet. time every now and then. You need oh, a hard yeah. time to punch you in the mouth and Let like you know. reset you. Like, hey, cabrón, get this. easy. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know what? I had to take a step back. He's like, you know what? I have right. a job. I'm fortunate to work at UPS. You mm. know what? I have a couple of projects. I'm fortunate enough to have this, this brewery. I'm fortunate enough to have the bar. That's like, awesome. What am I bitching about? You know, my right. kids are healthy. You know, I'm in a great relationship with my wifey. I have my, my, I have my parents still. Me respalga. They're still right, my safety right, net. Right. You know, mm-hmm. like sometimes I need to give me, give myself that, that fucking big check, deal. bro. Oh, that's right. the only deal. deal. I get shit on from people who are not you and me. Right, like, right. They're not. They don't have our background, our culture, um, and that has always bothered me like oh you fucking mexicans you guys are real like family oriented you guys are your mama's boy or daddy's boy and it's like yeah fuck <laughs> you. like who cares that's how like, it should be <laughs> yeah like that's my support group dude like um, i don't go to friends and ask for advice right like if i'm gonna do something right, i go to right. my parents i go to my wifey I, I go to like my sister and her husband like i present shit to them right and be like hey this is what's going on what do you feel what's it should i do this mm-hmm they're not going to ever betray me. You That's know? how Happy uh, Your Happy Life started. It was one design. I drew up on a little sticky note, like in 2011. And I put it on the computer. And then I'm like, oh, this, is, this would be pretty fun on everything. Like, really anything. I can throw this on whatever I want. And it's going to be pretty cool. I'm like, all right. I'm going to show everyone, see what, what all my friends and family say. And yeah. I got that response. It's like, do it, man. Yeah, that's cool. Like, I'll buy one. I'll buy a hat. I'll buy a shirt. I'm like, cool. All right, I'm doing it. And then yeah. people slowly started picking it up. Little man. by little. You yeah. put the brand, bro. Little by little. Yeah, it was one design that started it all for like eight months. Qual era? Um, it's the banner. 
that says "Happy Beer, Happy Life" stacked up. Yeah, um, that was one exactly. that was the one. You have that tattooed mm -hmm. on you? No. Que pues, viejo? I'm waiting for the big chest piece. Oh yeah. <laughs> art. You, you talked earlier mm -hmm. about um, not 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 only art, but skateboarding. Is it um, skateboarding was what really got me into everything into what I am today. Like without skateboarding, who knows who I'd be? Like I'd be a totally different person. But um, yeah, this was back in the '80s. Um, um, that's all I thought of, all I did. Like went to school, and I couldn't wait to come home to go skate. You know, till, that was your passion. Yeah, till midnight or one in the morning every day. Go hang out with friends and go skate all over the place. And that was the in my brain back then that's what i wanted to do it's like i'm gonna yeah move to the states i'm gonna get sponsored and skate like crazy and yeah have a blast and the reason i wanted to move to san diego was this one trip on the way to disneyland uh it was a long ass drive so my dad shows up in san diego maybe i want to say one in the morning And then he looks over at me. I think I was 15. He looks over at me. He's like, I can't drive anymore. I'm exhausted. It's like, we got to find a hotel. I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll make it to Disneyland in the morning, you know? Because uh, we were on the way to Disneyland, but we didn't make it because he got tired. And then um, we started pulling over, looking for hotels in El Cajon, I think. Uh -huh. And fool him. Fool him. No vacancy, no vacancy, no vacancy, no vacancy. And he's just like, oh, he just keeps going, it keeps going. And we ended up in uh, Pacific Beach, uh, right on the water. It was um, a blue hotel. And uh, it's like, yeah, we, we, we got cancellation. We got one room left. And it's like, it's yours if you want it. It's like, yeah, I just want to sleep for like eight hours and we're done, you know? And so it's pitch black we all get out of the car take our stuff out we're all super tired sleepy go to bed wake up like at six or seven in the morning the next the next day and um my brother and me he's two years younger than i um we walk out into this amazing amazing beach amazing boardwalk all these people just out on skateboards on bicycles already and we're just looking at each other like where are we like where is this place this is awesome this is amazing and then um, we hang out for a little bit and then we go back into the room everyone's ready uh, my dad my mom my sister my sister is i want to say she was yeah she must have been like three or four like super little Uh, but anyway, my dad goes like, oh, looks like they have a zoo here. It's like, so um, let's skip Disneyland and let's just For the day, do let's the, zoo. the zoo. Yeah. And then me and my brother looked at each other and we're like, can we just stay here? Like, yeah, we don't, we don't want to go to the zoo. <laughs> you were just like and soaking then, it all in. And, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then my mom, my dad are like, what are you guys going to do all day? Like, this is getting all day thing. Like, we'll be back at five or six. It's like, um, I don't know. We'll just hang out on the beach all day. And, um, and you were dad, like 15, you said? Yeah. And my dad goes like, well, all right. 
I guess you guys can stay here. It's like, um, what are you guys going to do? I'm like, I, I don't know, go swim. And then we see a rental spot. It's like, I know, we'll learn how to surf. <laughs> nice. So my dad goes and rents us one board, a long Jared board, <laughs> uh, two uh, wetsuits. Of course, they were like pink, bright pink wetsuits. And um, he gives us like, I want to say $5 each for lunch. So when was this? What, what year was this? Oh, man. I don't know. It must have been like the late 80s. Yeah, it must have been like 87. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that was cool back then. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we're, they split. We're out there. Never tried to surf. Don't know anything about surfing. But we're like, oh, we, we skate, you know? This is going to be easy. So me and my brother are out there. And it kicks our asses so bad, so bad. Like we were like bleeding, the board kept landing on us. <laughs> we were tumbling and no sunscreen. So you can imagine that when we got Bien picked rojo, up los, at los six, we looked like lobsters. Yeah, we were so, so burnt. But we had a blast man. and that did it. Like, like I need I, to get to San Diego. Yeah, San Diego is where I want to spend the rest of my life. Yeah. Isn't that funny how a fucking a family trip, like right. a, a sidetrack of the actual destination, and then did it. that was it, man. That's yeah. all it took. You yeah. fell in love yeah. with San Diego and just home. That was that. When, mm-hmm. when did you actually move here permanently? I think it was 97. Okay, so like 10 no, years maybe later? maybe 90. Maybe a little earlier. Because Gordon Beerch was already here. When was Gordon Beerch? Sevilla tienen muchos años. I think yeah, they were they're no longer already. around. But right, yeah, they, right. but yeah, they were here for a while. No. So I remember that was my first stop when when I moved here. Then Carl Strauss. Yeah, I was, like, <laughs> I was stoked. Was like this is awesome. You came to the mecca. You right. came to the mecca of, of craft beer. So that's another thing that helped me because uh, there weren't that many breweries, you know. So I've been able to go to every single one as they open. Uh huh. Yeah, like imagine starting you know, right network. now. Oh, right now that'd be ridiculous. It's like, oh shit. You're, you're, like, you're, where do I go? You're right? ten years late if you're trying to start that right now. Right, you know, right. you came here in the heyday. You came here when it was Coronado, when it was Carl Strauss, when it was Gordon Beers, when Port, it was Pizza Poor, when it was Stone. You know, Ale Smith. Yeah. When the Godfathers, the Mount Rushmore of uh, right, San Diego right. breweries, Ballast. Were around Ballast yeah. Point. So that that was you. You came was awesome. right at the time. Did, were you still skating at this time? Is that no? Because I was working. Yeah, and I was doing a uh, passion killed, and that's what happened. Like, all right, either make money and pay rent, or go skate. You so I got worse and, Diego, worse, and worse and worse and worse and worse. Started skating less and less and less. Yeah. What was the ultimate goal with skating for you? Uh, just I don't know. Get sponsored. Get make sponsored. videos. Just like you dream of when you're a little kid. You yeah. know, it's like yeah, just what you see on TV. But I feel like you have a career that's mm. like pretty much parallel to that, bro. I'm very, 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 very lucky. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I enjoy it. What's your favorite part about your career? What you do? Uh, mostly hanging out with dogs. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you, I, I used to not be able to do that, you know? It's like you leave for work, come home like nine hours later, hang out with the dog for like an hour or two, then do whatever and then go to bed. Now it's like I'm always with the dogs. Yeah. yeah, they're always around. I almost brought them today, but I'm like, ah, they might get annoying. 
Why? <laughs> dog, we're dog friendly. Don't get in the way. <laughs> um, but that and then just the people. Everyone I've met. Man. What about personally? Ahorita con el pinche pandemic, with the quarantines. Because that's the one thing I've been asking everybody. Because it seems to spark a conversation. It, it brings things to the surface. The pandemic... If you run a business, obviously you had to adjust. If, you, if that business is still going, right, right. you had to do a couple. You had to do a dance. Right. How, how, how am I gonna? How am I gonna make this a long dance until I get to the other side? You know, and it seems like you're doing that. You were mentioning to me online sales. Mm-hmm. Um, online sales right now, man. That that it's, that's everything. I'm trying to do online sales without having to pay money to mm-hmm. promote because I I really don't like that. Like word of mouth? Um, yeah, it's all word of mouth and then just Instagram, but just me, you know? It's not, I'm not buying anything from Facebook or Instagram. I really, I really hate that. Yeah. I mean, I've done it in the like past. Like a pay to play. Right. But I, oh, it just rose me the wrong way. So really, it's just word of mouth on Instagram. People that already have my stuff, um, uh, everyone I follow. You know, you have a large, you have a large yeah. network, man. Like you said, you've been like here since the, here and there. Y- you've been here from the onset of the breweries, right? So everybody knows you. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a there's a there was a there's a few artists that kind of grew with the beginning of the scene, right. and they're still here. You know, right. that's that's fucking crazy. You guys are got you specific. You've gone longer than most breweries. It's it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. This is. Or ninth. We can going yeah. on year nine. The longevity of a brewery is not always eight to nine years, dude. Or any business. You know, or any yeah. business. Like if you make it to ten, is just like incredible. It's like a big That's deal. the goal. The goal Where is just to like I'm like cool. Let's see how far we if can I make it. it to ten, I'm I'm gonna be stoked. Man. Pues ya, ya, ya que, almost, almost. You're almost there, bro. <laughs> almost there. there. <laughs> so um, personally, I see you online. And I see you do like your, your social media posts and I seen you lately get a lot of like, I a lot of pushback because this right now is, it's black and white, you know, yeah. it, it's hard for people to live it in the gray. turned into something very, very awkward yeah, and like, weird and unexpected for me. Yeah. Cause it's been a lot of like, you know, social injustices and, and just by the way you're, you're talking about your upbringing, it sounds like it, it, it's like you got to stand up for what's right and you, and you have to talk about what's not going right and right. figure out a way to 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 make it better like you said your dad wanted to get involved in politics and the government and fuck shit up from the inside and then sometimes you realize oh man this is not as easy as it seems no, it's so too i feel like you 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 you've got that mentality you've got that activism already like that little that fire lit inside of you for sure and you're yeah, using social 100%. media to 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 push that i i didn't want to be involved mm-hmm. it's just something that happened because i didn't see it enough like when it first started um, just the, specifically police brutality. Like, I, I felt like nobody was talking about it. And then as soon as people starting this or started being against the people asking for equality, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Like, that really bugged me. I was like, that's just not cool. This is not how you're supposed to be, just as a human being. Mm-hmm. Like, you should stand up for equality for everybody that's the bare minimum bro right that's the starting point and then i started doing little posts here and there and yeah i lost like a thousand people but the way i see it is like those one thousand people that said bye 
it's like they don't want to grow they want to stay they're stagnant they're content yeah, they want to stay where they want they are and all right but things I are changing felt like then. i had to say stuff i felt like i had to use like you said the 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 amount of followers on Instagram. That was your microphone. That right. was your megaphone. You got so, on your on yours and you said, this is what's going on. I need to address this. Yeah, this is all I got. Yeah. No. So we need, bro. Right. You know, some people, some people go and manifest. How do you say it? Uh, um, protest. Some people go and protest and go right. to marches. We went to a couple. Yeah. It was really, how was really, that experience? Really cool. Inspiring. It was just like, it was good to see the new generation, all the, the the young blood uh, all the young kids get fired up and i bro. call them young because they're like we saw a lot of 20 year olds you fired know? Up. we saw a lot of 29 year olds that's young to me how old are you now i'm 47 <laughs> right right nah i'm 41 we'll we, 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 we're in the same boat <laughs> but yeah it's fun it's funny yeah, to see that the younger generation is, is is they're going for it I they're all it. in they're all in it was like this huge monster positive energy he just felt it it was just like wow and uh, at the same time i'm going like i can't believe we're doing this in 2020 like this is not the fucking 50s or the 40s or the 60s you know it's 2020 like this we're 60 not years removed of exist that exist anymore you know? right but then yeah grandpas and parents that are still spreading misinformation uh just bad stuff down to their kids you know so i guess baby steps you know but yeah 2020 is gonna be great if you think about it man it's it's a tale of two tales <laughs> <laughs> it's like what are you going to do with the experience that you've gained of 2020? Right. Everybody got that rare opportunity to have six months. Yeah, we have some six meses in the mommy. So it's, it's been March. Now we're like, what? We're in the middle of September. It's, it's like, insane. you know, it's like we've had six months of a life that we weren't used to. Right. You know, we had certain things taken away from us. We had certain things that were given to us. But ultimately, it's like, this is where you are now. What did you do with that time? Were you stagnant? You know, were you one of those people that just unfollowed reality and said, nah, I'm disconnecting. I'm right, with it. Right. No more. I'm with it. Or were you one of those people that said, you know what? No, 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 no. You know what? There's things that need to change. Yep. So you many. Know? Yeah, that's what, this was that's what I'm finding out. Yeah. It's like, wow. I thought we were over this kind of craziness, you know? Yeah, I thought it was going to be everyone against police brutality. I mean, everyone, including good cops. And then the more I look into it, it's like, oh shit! If you're a good cop, you get fired. I was talking. I was like, holy we, shit! I don't know if you heard this the episode. Is so I, I had the, evil. I had the Chula Vista Police Department, the CVPD sergeant, come in. Um, Compita, you know, he comes. He, I've golfed with him. I've hung out with him. Yeah. He's a Mexican dude. He lives here, and I talked to him about the importance of living in the community in which you work. He said right. there's no greater importance than that. Right. It makes you approach your your job in a different manner. It's like you're more respectful. You take pride in what you're doing. You, you know? know everybody. You know everybody. You yeah. can think twice everybody about doing knows certain you, things. Right? Yeah, you're held accountable, and likewise, you hold other people accountable. This is my town, my city. I don't yeah. want you know. And I was talking. I was like, and like, hey, wait, did you get any? Any like backlash for, for coming on the on the podcast and kind of right. like spitting your truth, your the you know like your experience, how you feel, what your position is, and because he was like you know those cops were murders. It was at the time of George Floyd, the, right. the, 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 the very the, beginning, the beginning, the onset of everything. You know that what got the ball rolling. 
Thanks to cameras. Yeah, yeah. And those and are the like, few that get caught. ¿Qué pasó? He's like, what are your colleagues? What are you? And he's like, you got lost a lot of friends. He's like, coming on on the podcast, I got a lot of pushback. Right. And I was like, I can see that. And I was like, why? He's like, they felt that I didn't represent what I needed to. Right. You know, and I don't want to speak for him. Right. But in, in, in generalities, that's what he was telling me. And mm -hmm. I was like, no. And he's like, did you get any pushback? And I was like, you know what? Nada, we. Good. Nada. I, I got zero pushback. And now that I said that, watch, people. everyone's going to fucking start like, hey, you did <laughs> and it's not like, oh, you're a bootlicker. It's like, no, you know what? There's good and there's bad in everything. Oh, yeah. You know, there's good and there's bad. You have to highlight the, the good, you know, to an extent you have to highlight the bad. You have to isolate. You got to put the, you know, flash the light on that and be like, this is what's wrong in, in this specific industry at this current time. We need to address it. We need to talk about it. We need to figure out a way to make it better. And I feel like with that, when we were talking to him is what we were trying to do. Mm. Unfortunately, he got a little bit of a bad, like, you know, a pushback yeah. on what he was doing. You can't always fuck shit up from the inside, bro. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, sometimes it's just too big. It sometimes is. it's just too powerful mm -hmm. and, and it takes more than one person. Yep. But him coming on here and talking to us about that, for me, I was like, that's cool, really man. cool. I was yeah. like, cool, that's awesome. You know, and I'm going to keep having him back on. Good, it's like good. I said, hey, man, at least like two or three times a year, come on and tell us like what, what you guys are like actively doing to connect more to the community. Because I feel if, at least with the, with the police department, the one thing they have to do is live up to that term, protect and serve. And then, and then if you can get involved with the community and what, What, what are you doing to, to bridge that gap? Right. You know, and, and that's it. Yeah. it. It sounds like, it sounds like it's like preschool. It sounds know, remedial, it but it's like, why not? Why isn't this not happening? History. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Police in general. I mean, what is, where, where it was why birthed they were from. Created. Yeah. It is, it's a whole, what's a the whole, job was Wait, for. that's a whole different rabbit hole, bro. Like yeah, I've been, that's the other thing. Like I had a lot of time off. I recently like I had a vasectomy, so I had time off. So I couldn't do shit. So I was on my computer. You know, the kids are doing their thing. Wifey's doing her thing. I was like, all right, what? And I just got, I get lost in, in, in right. those little fucking rabbit holes. It's like, pretty easy. Where did this come from? Where did that originate from? Right. Like, oh, shit. That, I went down that rabbit hole yeah. with, with the, or, the yeah. origins of police. Imagine if everyone did that right now that there's a little bit of time. Imagine if, if everybody did that earlier in history. This. Right. Yeah. It's sad that it took this. To so have us sit right. down and, and, and anchor ourselves and again. Learn. Yeah, because it happens all the time. It's been happening forever. Yeah. But this one feels bigger for some reason. Yeah. We'll see. We're not. I want to fast forward to 2021 already and see what happens. <laughs> If we could, we would. <laughs> no se puede, way. I know. We're still in it. We're, we're, I mean, Think of everything that's going on, bro. Think of everything that's going on. We got an election in less than fucking 50 days, bro. Yeah, 49 days. In less than 50 days, there's an election. Uh, California, the Pacific, everything on the Pacific, coastal states, is on fire. Yep. You know, par for the course. Yep. It happens every fucking year. But for some reason, people seem to think it's a bad it's like, one. Yeah, people seem mm. to think that, oh, you know, it's, it just happens. You know, it's... One day you're just gonna wake up and everything's gonna be fine again. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> it's like yeah. at some point you gotta take a step back and realize why is this happening? You know, okay, uh, fucking the climate changes, oh shit, right, global right. warming. Uh, there's just a lot of things going on right now. Global warming, mm -hmm. and it, it's becoming the forefront of all issues. Putting everything in the rearview mirror, social injustices like police issues, just right. all, all all sorts of like issues are now in the rearview mirror, and it's like 
this should be precedent. This should be the one that's uh, highlighting everything, like the global warming situation. Yep, what yep. do we got to do to fix that? Because that'll ultimately end all of us. Exactly. You know? So we've got that. Right. We've got continued social injustices. We've got people unemployed. You know? We've got a pandemic. <laughs> it's like, fuck. And billionaires. Election. Don't forget about the billionaires. Who can? It's like insane. And they're getting richer. Right. Because what are people doing right now? Like people are at home ordering goods, ordering products. Right. Jeff Bezos and Amazon uh, made for that. And that's our problem, too, because we're the ones using Amazon. We're intertwined. Yeah. It, it's a cycle. We're the, like, guy, yeah. the ones going to Walmart. You know? oh, it's like, yeah, it's that easy to get rid of it. You just stop supporting that shit. Have you? But at the same time, it's like, oh, shit. I'm have a Walmart. You, yeah, what, what have you done to <laughs> stop like, supporting? Like, have you, have you had no, to sever ties I've tried things? not to support big business since I started Happy Beer, Happy Life. Yeah. I feel and like that's an unspoken, um, like, root in, right. in, in, in your brand. And that was one of the reasons I started it, too, because I wanted to promote all these small breweries. And you have. You've done and some of them are no longer small. Yeah. <laughs> They're monsters. Some, some of them yeah. grow. Which is awesome. Right. Which is awesome. It's when cool <laughs> until they get an HR department or a CEO uh -huh. or a CFO. That's when it all goes downhill. Man. It'll just like, be me. I'll wear all those hats, bro. Good. <laughs> I love it. It'll love to hear that. Me. Please, please do. Um, it's a crazy time to be a business owner. It's a crazy time to be an American citizen. Mm. It's just everything is weird. You've got to, I mean, it, it should take you back to reflecting when you and your brother were learning to surf the first time. Right. You know? Like right now, we're all learning to surf the first time and, and, and what's going on navigating through this thing. When I first moved here to the States, um, I had this vision and it was from movies, whatever movies I ended up watching when I was younger. Uh, my experience in Pacific Beach. Uh, but when I moved to Arizona, to Tucson, um, I, was, I was going to school there and sure thing. The first thing I noticed was like, oh, shit, it's not like in the movies. It's like divisive separatism. It's like, all right, uh, all the people from Mexico are over here. Hey, you were in Arizona, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right. In Arizona. It was so divisive. Like there was no, I don't know, no melting pot. You no. Know? And I thought that was america i thought that was the u.s and my brain i'm like everybody's fucking cool with each other it's like everyone's dope everyone's happy everyone like is anti-racism like we killed nazis for crying out loud you know at the bare minimum punch him punch him in the <laughs> face bro um I, I to as many people as i can tell it's like i tell them it's like we're lucky to be here in southern mm -hmm. california right it's like i don't think people realize just how fortunate we are, especially to those people that had never been outside of Southern California, right. outside of San Diego. They're never basically knew. a border town. Yeah, bro, yeah. we are a fucking border town. Right. So we are a melting pot. We right. are the America that, you know, that we were taught about, oh, America's a melting pot and it's a quilt of different mm -hmm. people. And it's like, it's true here. Right. You know, in, in San Diego, I can only speak for that. In Chula Vista specifically, you know, I have friends that are of all ethnicities. Right. If you're from the South Bay, you ain't white, you ain't black, you ain't Mexican, you're South Bay. Mm -hmm. You know, you, it doesn't matter. It's like from it. San Isidro, National City, Barrio Logan, Paradise Hills, Bonita, Chula Vista. That's awesome. It doesn't matter. It's like, oh, cool. Yep. You're yep. from the South Bay. It's right. Like, yeah, that's who we're from. That's that's all we know. 
venture a little bit out right and things fucking change bro the demographic starts changing and that's suburbs and that's not bad (laughs) it's just an opportunity to grow unfortunately people are reluctant to grow people are reluctant to let these things in Mm -hmm. and fuck how do you take that to arizona to new mexico and i can't say that shit because i i don't Mm. i don't live there i don't know i'm sure there's pockets but if america is like if america is truly america I feel like it has to be a blanket as opposed right. to little pockets. It's got to get better. Yeah. And what's going on right now is not making it better. Like, we need a change now. Yeah. This needs to be like a big step, not a little step, you know? But Towards at least it's a good. step. Yeah. See, I'm forever. I'm, I'm Just keep forever moving forward. positive mentality guy now. Yeah, I love that. It's like, well, I'm trying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, the new me. It's like, it might not be the one that knocks the wall down, <laughs> but at least we're taking one brick out. Right. And then maybe one brick leads to another. Right. And maybe those bricks that we took out are going to fuck up the foundation. Mm-hmm. It'll be easier for the next group of people to come in and just push that shit down. Right. And so long as there's like forward progress, as long as there's like one step leading to another, I feel like this time, this the, 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 the experiences that we've had in the last six months, I feel like it was much needed. And I feel like yep, yep. It, it was something that it was a gut punch to things that we... Right. feel needed changing right and i feel the ones who got punched felt it too mm-hmm. and hopefully the ones who got punched felt it and like you know what maybe i should change maybe it's not black and white right maybe i need to kind of hang out in this little pool of gray yeah where they're learning are different. a little better not say away i just out. do it i just do it because i have kids mm-hmm. honestly i'm a dickhead i'm an asshole if i didn't have kids and it was his wife and me like, it's like fuck. Gives fuck. Shit, yeah right? i don't shit you know like well, what's the big deal but as soon as i had kids it, it turned me into more compassionate it. person. Right. You know, right. I, I see you and it's like, fuck, you're a compassionate dude. Like, I don't know if you have kids or not. I don't know if there was a certain instance in your life that led you to become a more compassionate guy or if you've just always been compassionate. But you just seem like you're you're more rooted. You're a more wholesome, like, like, hey, you're like a hippie, bro. I remember meeting you. The, <laughs> I remember awesome. meeting you the first couple times. I'm like, um. fucking Fede, Fede and Shannon. They're like always so positive. They're always so nice. They're always so happy. It's like they're like fucking hippies. Well, that is awesome. That's mostly Shannon. Okay, she's the so yeah, she rubbed off on full on, on hippie. Yeah. Behind oh, yeah. every dude, there's a perfect woman she's, pushing them in the right she's direction. She taught me so much. Um, so much. Yeah, she's the the best part of us for sure. Um, I get annoyed, <laughs> like everybody else. Uh, try knowing Shannon. Impossible. She's, She's a first grade teacher, bro. She's seen amazing. it all. She's, She's seen it all. Positive and happy all the time. Yeah. But um. Yeah. It it's it's been crazy in a good way. I think, like you said, it's gonna it's gonna be for the better. It's, it's your perspective. It's on gonna things. it's gonna change for the better. Um. Yeah. I hope it's just a bigger step than the past one hundred years. You know. And who was I? I was talking to somebody recently. It's like, our timeline is small. For I them. know. Our timeline is not like a, a when, European country. Like I never or, thought you know? about that when I was younger. Like how it's only been like 200 years. Yeah. Yeah. We're in the year That's 2020. This country has been here for since 1776. Yeah. Officially. Brand you know? spanking him. As it relates to other cultures, as it relates to other countries, rather. It's yeah. like, we ain't shit. All the patriots, man. They were revolutionaries. They were protesters. They I feel were, like people forget that that's they what were these young. countries were built upon, yeah. you know? And now patriotism is morphed into being hateful. Nationalism. Yeah. it's. I don't want shit to change. They're flipping it and we can't let that happen. They're taking the flag away from us. That's our flag. It's not theirs. Yeah. 
It's like you got to take it back. You got to well, fight you know for it. I don't even think we're radical in thinking. No, it's you the, know, I, I feel it's, a, the it's basic. like basic things yeah. that that people are fighting for, that people are screaming for. Right. It's like like we talked at the beginning. Equal rights. So simple. You know, it's like mm-hmm. we're not asking for a certain group to have more. Or we're just trying to get to par for the course. We're just right. trying to get this to the starting line. Anything from anybody. I was watching a video, and I'm pretty sure you've watched it. Um, there was something on, on YouTube. I, you know, you start clicking one thing, you click another, you click, 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 click. Yeah, yeah, I guess I'm not pendejada. <laughs> but at this one, I click, 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 and I got to something that was like, fuck, that makes a lot of sense. It was a group of like college students and say like 50 kids, you know, 50 college students, black, white, all nationalities, Mexican, Asian, todo, todo el yeah, yeah. And they're on the starting line on a football field. And they're uh, starting from the end zone, one yard line. And it's like, okay, everybody's here. Oh, Same starting that. point. Yeah. If your parents are still married, five move, steps. Yeah, take five steps forward. Right. Boom. <laughs> Privilege. Yeah. If you never went a day without a hot meal, right? You know, like take a step forward. <laughs> like if you go home to the same bed every night and have not moved in the last five years, take ten steps forward. Ten, and they were asking questions of privilege right you know things that people you take for, take granted, for granted i take for granted yeah. it's like yeah, yeah my parents yeah i have the same house yeah you know i have the same bed. i'm always gonna have food you take a shower every night nope. i get yep. to wash my clothes i get to do this i've never been arrested i've never been in child protective services i've never been this i've never been that so pretty soon the people started spreading out you know and, and it was very obvious to see the demographic of who was in front who was in the middle? Who was in the back? It just it and just, the faces of everyone in the back. Everyone. That's in the what back. got me when it was I watched like, that. Was and like, it was like you looked at the faces so in the back, and they were like, they were almost embarrassed. Yeah, because it wasn't enough that they they've lived through this. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, now you're putting was, me on the spot. It was a gut punch. Like right. this is where I'm at as it relates to my peers. Mm-hmm. My peers are ahead of the game. I'm here. Yeah. I'm five yards in. They're thirty five yards in. Yep. And then like the kicker on top was like. Now we're going to race to the finish line. Right. You know? And for me, that highlighted it. It's like, that's your fucking privilege right there. Mm-hmm. You know, privilege is not something that you always see. You always hear. You always feel. It's like some privileges are inside of you and you don't even know it's a privilege. Oh, yeah. You know? We're Mexican and we got a privilege. You know? Our parents fought hard and worked family. hard to, to, right. to, to get us to this next level. Mm-hmm. You know? Not everybody has that opportunity. Nope. Nope. You know? So I saw that video and then they said, on your marks, get set, Go. And you know what? And, and the kids in the front were hustling. Da, 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 and the kids in the back were hustling. I still saw some of the kids catch up and get to the front. <laughs> you know? And I was like, yeah, that's America. Mm-hmm. That's us. You know, that's like chasing the American dream. Right. Some motherfuckers, we fight harder to get to the front. Right. Some, some people are complacent, starting ahead, starting in the front, and they just kind of let their guard down. And then you start getting passed up, you start getting lapped, and you're yeah, like, what happened? What advantage. happened? Right. And it's like, okay, well, I guess this person never really had to fight right. to get to where they are. Right. And it's, it takes me back to my favorite quote that I've, I've always had now for fuck, since, and, but it's been highlighted more now during this whole experience that we've had of the quarantine and the pandemic. It's like, just because you were born on third, you didn't hit a triple. You know, it's like a baseball term. It's like, you know, you hit a triple, it's one of the most difficult things to hit, to, to, right. to accomplish. You got to hit it in the right place. You got to hustle and you still got to do some something extraordinary to get into third base. Ah, I hit his triple. I'm here. Right. Some motherfuckers are born on third base. Right. You got walked up there. <laughs> and act like they ran and they had to go through everything, the intensity right. and the walls and blah, 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 you know, 
I was born on first base. You know, we're, right, we, right. I, I wasn't born with all of these things, mm -hmm. but at least I was born on a base. Yeah, it's all those people that say I'm self-made and I, I've gotten no help from anybody. It's like, mm -hmm. uh, trust me, you've gotten help. Yeah, you may not want to admit yeah. that you've got. I'll be the first motherfucker to admit. either from friends, you from know, family. What? Yeah. I don't have any of these businesses. I don't have anything that I've accomplished in my life. I don't have unless my family's been behind me. That's right. That's the only the only thing I can hang my hat on is that my family's always got my back. Yep, yep. And I can only speak for my family. I don't know if this is the same mentality for every family. You know, so all I know is that you get your kids back, you take care of them. They want to do something stupid. Oh, you want to open a brewery? Okay. How can I help you? <laughs> oh, you want to open a brewery? Okay. How let's can I help you? Let's, right. let's, let's see how we can make, you want to do a podcast? I don't know anything about that, but what can we do? Let's That's see. I will support you. I said, you can support me just by listening to That's them. So cool. You can support me just by saying how stupid that last episode was. Right, right. Or like, you know, cause I reveal a lot of uh, shit that maybe my parents never even knew about me. Right. And I tell my friends like, this is my fucking therapy. Like, why do you, <laughs> why, why do you do podcasts, bro? That's so lame. Why do you do that shit? And it's like, why? For me, it's like a way I of like just talking like, to people. I want, I enjoy talking to people. Right. Like I, I, I now know you more than well, I've ever known you before. You're basically a historian. Por qué we have it? Because you're interviewing all these people right now, but in ten years, like where are these people? And I'm like, yeah. where do they come from? Are they still around? You're 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 recording history, is what you're doing. A small chunk. And I think of, it's of, awesome. A small chunk of 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 the circle that I roll with. Right. You know? And it's close-minded, you know, obviously, because it's it, it deals with a lot of this industry. It deals with just, like, homies and, and other business owners. But I'm slowly trying to push that envelope. You know? Like, I have more politicians that are reaching out to me now. That's really you cool. You know? Like, I have PR yeah. firms that are reaching out and say, hey, get Stay my guy. Stay local, though. Well, yeah. yeah. I have to. This is, this is um, where I'm... All I know is local, compa. There's so many good people, you know, in San Diego. Uh, so many good people doing great things, too. Invite them over to people fighting ice right now. It's like those guys are they're, amazing. They're so good. There's It'd a, be there's a dope battle. to have them over. There's a battle going on right now. Oh my gosh! There's, I there's just a, saw it this morning. There's a war in the streets, and which I have no idea about, right. which I'm not privy to because again, my privilege. Mm -hmm. But there's a fucking war in the streets right now. There's battles going on every day, yep. and my they need lawyers like crazy, huh? any if you have any lawyer followers go help them out they need money they have they money need to donations they need a they, they, they need a platform where mm -hmm. they can talk you know right and right. for me here it's like whoever's got something to say come right. on board equal awesome. opportunity here heck yeah you can't ask for equal opportunity if you're not willing to provide equal right 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 you know what i mean mm -hmm. i mean what have you been watching lately what have you been keeping your brain occupied with during this whole time uh, really nasty stuff oh just yeah bad everything it's like i ended up trying to do research and everything that's corrupt and it's such a downer it's like so hard to get back out into like back to normal like you get depressed you get like bummed out you're like holy shit but um i feel like i have to get myself informed and not by other people you know just by reading the article and It, it can be YouTube if they're showing you the article, you know, it's like it's legit. It's not fake or a conspiracy, but it, it's good to know how you're being lied to. And when you find out how badly you're being lied to, it bums you out because you feel like you can't do anything about it. And then you find out you can. 
you can post on Instagram. You can talk about it on your podcast. You can um, uh, join forces with somebody that you know you want to help out. Volunteer. Um, shit, become a politician if you got the time. Fuck you know. That. It's These like, politicians get a lot of shit, man. Oh man, it's they get shit on. It's it doesn't easy. matter how good you are, how like you know what I'm just trying to better this community. You get shit oh, on. Yeah. You got to be a special kind of person with like superpowers, oh, super yeah. strength to like not you, let these you shit penetrate you. Can't take it personal. Wait, no, yeah, I miss. I know people yeah. who are in that game. Whether it's just like city council, whether it's just like or even mayors. Right. Like, you, you talk to them and it's like, fuck. How do you get up every day and deal with all the shit right. that comes at you? Yeah. I couldn't do that. No, I can't I do it. I couldn't do that. I can't do it. Like, they've been telling me, like, you should get involved more in the community and then in the committees and this and that. I'm like, you know what, bro? Man. I want to do that, but behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm down for that. <laughs> oh, I'm down for that. I'm down, like, to, to help, to, to push somebody up. Right. Push somebody up. You know, I got, a, I got a friend, a white guy, so he'd be a perfect, perfect person, you know? Right. He's, He's, he's a white guy. He's a business owner. His name's Matt. The fucking Manhattan, <laughs> Manhattan Matt. And it's like he would be the perfect guy that we can push in that direction. Yeah, and man. we just stay in the background, bro. And we say, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. This is what we should move. This Whatever, you need, move. Yeah, Whatever you need, Matt. Whatever you need, Matt. We got. <laughs> Let me I know. Feel like he, he would be like the perfect guy, like he, the Manchurian candidate, bro. That'd like, be awesome. <laughs> we we be put awesome. him up on there uh, on the pedestal. He goes out and be like, right, hey, right, right. You represent us now. Handle it. Fuck shit up from the inside. Oh man. Yeah, you know, you were saying earlier, like, um, just thinking about the basics, like the quality and just what, how this country started, you know? Um, and if you think about it, it was all local. Like, that's what people are missing. Like, they want to be or keep it local. They want to support the small business. They want to support your local market, yep. your local bar, your local brewery. Mom and pop shops. Right, mom and pop shops. The backbone of a community. Right. But then they get distracted with the bigger places, the big stores, you know? And um, it, it takes a little bit of effort, and I think it's worth every penny to try and stay away from like the easy. Like, oh, I'm just gonna order this online tonight. Instead, uh, try eBay instead of uh, Amazon. Mm, local like bartering. Local eBay, mm. yeah. Offer well, up. No, you, there's local businesses that will sell you the same stuff that you're going to get on eBay and will ship it. Maybe not next day, but in three days you'll have it'll, it. It'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's so worth it, you know? And that's how it starts. Is you got to support your barrio. <laughs> that's to it, simple. Yeah, to put it simply. Yeah. You got to support the hood. Yeah. You then gotta support the community. Then, then, then your city. Yeah. And then your state. You got to vote local, which I didn't even know about this, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, you're right. It's like, who cares who the president is? It's just one dude. That dude doesn't affect your day to day living. No. You know what affects your day to day living? Your local mayor. Right. You know what? Your local city council member. Right. You know, the local politicians. Hit them up. Those are the people. Say that, hi. Yeah, those make friends with them. Right. You know? Like, at least get to know them. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be friends with them. And if you find out, like, their views don't really help you and your family grow, then tell just them, let them know. Yeah. You know, find you who's want. opposing this person. Right. Who shares the same views as I do? Mm -hmm. I want to support that. Because you know what? Growth on a larger scale starts intimate. Exactly. 
local. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, I'm from Chula Vista. Where are you, where are you from now? Where, where, do you, where do you put your uh, head? Ocean at? Beach. Ocean Beach. No, yeah, that, I've been there for 25 years. Ocean Beach is, is a very unique community. You yeah. know, it's, it's very local it's to the point where it's almost confrontational, where it's locals <laughs> only. Meet you, Obesians. You know, what is it? Obesians? What do you, what do you call yourselves? Uh, I guess Obesians is right. Obesians. It's like <laughs> you guys are very, like, legitimately locals only. You know, you protect what's yours. You don't want outsiders coming in. You don't in. leave. Yeah. yeah you oh, well, you stay there because you don't you have to. Why yeah. would you want to leave? Yeah. Every time I go there, I'm like, if I had a lot of money, it's very easy to stay. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy not to leave. Um, yeah. Um, when this the the pandemic first started, and when they did the first lockdown, um, Shannon and I were going like, what are we gonna do? You know, we're we're stuck in here. Like we had groceries, we'd have we had what we needed. It's like how we're gonna entertain ourselves, and we decided to play a game of uh, Monopoly, the board game. And that was my first uh, realization about what that board game represents. Represents and means. It was like so eye-opening. Um, the decisions you make when you trade cards with a with the, your your competitor, you know the decisions they make. Oh, I'm gonna be nice. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be nice. And yeah, you can have those two. I'll take just this one. And then at the end, of course, Shannon won. <laughs> she kicked my ass. But um, it was so interesting to see how if you if you put America as the monopoly game, we are all about 100 years, 150 years late to the game. So, like, we... We're multi-cabinet, bro. Yeah, we got, we got enough cash to buy maybe one property. Yeah. But everything else is already taken, you know? And, yeah, you, you keep getting like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can do it, you can do it, keep trying, keep trying, keep doing it. But you can't. You can't beat the the game and you can't beat the boardwalk owners you can't no. beat the tennessee avenue owners yeah, you're gonna go broke bro we're we're, we're baltic mm-hmm. we know the purple ones the light blue ones right that's who we ones. are <laughs> we're the, the 40 dollars yeah, yeah, yeah those are us the the green ones right the the, the red ones the boardwalks the, and the park only, place the only way to get out of it is by supporting your like local favorite whatever you like Go find out who sells it, who makes it, who does it. And yeah, go support them. That was awesome. Go buy stuff from from them online. You don't have to go to their shop. And right now, a lot of shops are closed. You can't even do it in person, which is a whole nother ballgame. Well, let me see. How that can makes we help no you? Sense. How can we support you? How um, can, how can the, the evil brown peeps help you and, and, and <laughs> take you to the next level? Uh, go to my website, hobbybeerhobbylife.com, and use code SDBeer right now and you get a discount the homie discount and you get a free anniversary glass oh i got order. one today bro yeah. they turn out pretty cool they're fucking nice this is gonna be my new my new podcasting uh drinking vessel that's awesome aquí va a estar. Boom. it's not just for beer no it's not it's awesome with Water, whiskey and cooling. tequila <laughs> <laughs> what's been the big seller right now during the, the pandemic um, what, what the anniversary the anniversary glass yeah nice. the pin the, the shirt and the glass i appreciate it you, you dropped off a pin Thank a you. glass and a sticker for me you know i collect pins put that right on there right next to the chalino pin that i have love oh. it oh. it was a pleasure to like Same here. get to know you dude thanks for the invite thanks hey, for having me compita con usted quiera. thanks for the beer as soon, awesome as soon, beers no there's more upstairs man before you leave take some four <laughs> packs um 
as soon as this, this whole like weird shutdown, um, I say weird because it's like it's almost to the point where it doesn't make sense it anymore. It keeps changing. Yeah, yeah. It's almost Man. to the point where it doesn't make sense. Like, like just make up your mind. Yeah, and stick like, to uh, one thing. You, you won't get the Rona if you have a fucking taco in front of you. <laughs> you, know, you, you just can't have a beer. Right. You gotta have a piece of food with you, and then right. the Rona just kind of skips you. It's like, oh man. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get him, but that motherfucker has a fucking sandwich in front of him. You right. know, like, right. <laughs> this is weird. I understand. I understand the end game. I understand why people uh, have to come to our establishments and sign in mm-hmm. and leave their information. I get all that. It's just that six months in, it just seems very strange that we're still having to do this or barely right. starting to do that. I just that. updated my phone yesterday, and um, one of the disclaimers on there was you will be notified if there's a case of wherever you were hanging out at like your phone knows is that is that the recent update oh, on that shit popped up on my yeah on apple yeah. yeah i haven't done it yet i'm like oh, oh i guess that's cool yeah. i mean they already know where i am all the time regardless <laughs> yeah people are very secretive about the information they want to give like their phone number right because you know what we have a bar called the elwood so when we implemented or not even implemented because it wasn't our fucking decision. Well, we had to like uh, follow through on the mandate that people who want to drink and eat inside have to fill out uh, their name and their uh, phone number and who's in their group. And they have to do the same thing. Right, right. It, it's like, oh, I don't want to put my phone number down and this, that, and then. And I was like, bro, I hate to break it to you. Everybody you have a cell phone. Already. <laughs> Everybody already knows who, what, where, and why. Pretty you know, so it's like, right. if you want to drink inside, that's what we need. If you don't want to drink inside, don't fill it yeah. out. Or just, just give a outside. fake phone you know, number. Like whatever. <laughs> um, people are wild right now, bro. They are. People are wild. That dude that got sucker punched the other day, that was so dumb. I feel bad for our staff because I want them to work. Right. You know, it's like I understand people want need money, you know. Ultimately, if we wanted to, it's like my partner and I, we would take up all the shifts. Right. Just to keep this thing afloat. And so none of our staff would have to like be in, in the line of fire. Right. That's because you know? you're not selfish. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> but it's like they want to work. They want mm-hmm. money. And I tell them, it's like at, at, at the, as soon as this shit becomes uncomfortable for you right, right. or you feel like it's just too much, mm-hmm. too much for you to shoulder, fucking let me know. Right. And it's like nobody's getting let go. Nobody's getting fired. That's cool. I'll just keep you on the sideline mm-hmm. until shit kind of gets back to normal. This is not the most ideal time, the ideal situation right. to work in right, right. now. You know right. why? People have been locked up. People have been like caged away, and now they're finally getting their freedoms back. Oh, right. I'm gonna go drink, and yeah. it's like people forgot right. to drink, and they come out here and they wild with that. Or it's like I don't want to wear a mask. Fuck right. your mask. Fuck your rules. It's like, bro, it's not our rules. Right. Like we want to be open for you, and if you want us to be open, these are the things that we have to do. Right. Like, it's we like have to when you can't walk out with the beer. Yeah. You know? It's like, like it's that simple. It, it, I would love it if you walked in the streets with the beer. You know, yeah. fuck. I wouldn't care. But guess but what? But you're putting your business in Yeah, risk. but unfortunately, the rules say I can't have you drinking in the right. streets. And those rules being broken right. will jeopardize my licenses. Just got to tell them, stop you being know? selfish. It's not about you. Just don't be fucking weenies. Right. Like, if you're, if, if you're um, in a position where you are comfortable to go out and eat and drink at an establishment, play by the rules. Right. Because guess what? If you don't. The governor, the state, they're going to take that privilege and the right away from all of us. Mm-hmm. They'll shut us all down. Right. And then we'll be back to square one. Like, be nice to your fucking servers. Pretty much that's what we've been man. going through. Be nice to your fucking servers because your servers are here to make sure that, one, they're protecting the they're protecting our businesses. Right. Two, 
They're protecting you, you know? Yeah. Like, wear your mask. Be kind. Tip them. Tip them fucking generously. 30%. Yeah, I learned that during this, before this, oh, man, people are awesome. People tip great. Boom, boom, boom. It was a great time to work in this industry as a server, you know? But now I, I see it, and it's like, fuck. My people are getting fucked. Yeah, it's they're, 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 they're putting themselves in a shitty situation and they're not getting tipped. Right. And I'm like, if you don't want to work, don't worry, don't work. Like Kevin and myself will take that brunt right. of, of the work, you know? Right. So it's like, it is just a weird time, bro. It is. It's just a fucked up time to be in this industry, a fucked up time to have a business, a fucked up time to work in this industry. Right. People just need to realize that we're all in this together. It's not you. It's not me. It's right. us. It's we. It, it's, it's a team effort. It is. And we'll get through it. That's the difference, I think, right now. It's not really black or white. It's selfish and unselfish. Yeah. Little babies that make it all about them. and I got to wear a mask. Fuck you. Punch you in the face. And then the people that are like, I want to make sure nobody gets infected. You know, I want to make sure nobody gets sick. I want to make sure I tip good. I want to make sure cops stop beating and killing people that are unarmed and are not a threat it's like that simple but instead they turn it around into oh i'm being attacked i'm a big baby that's all there that's all i'm hearing it's like stop being a baby let's hope shit changes it's like my gosh let's hope shit changes man it's like it's that simple oh uh, well, it's that simple because you live in ob you live in fucking paradise bro of course it's that simple <laughs> shit only thing I know about OB um, is not to go when you guys have your street fair, your farmer's oh market. Oh, my gosh. No, no parking. Man, there's everywhere. no parking. There's no entrance. There's no exit. Pinchies, hippies everywhere. You just got to walk. Uh, Did you know OB was supposed to be uh, walking and bicycle only? I don't see why it's not. That's that's why the streets are so uh, narrow. Yeah. That would make it awesome. They didn't want cars in there. And what yeah. happened? Point Loma. También? The rich kids. Oh, Point Loma? Like, fuck oh, that no. Fuck that. We want cars. <laughs> Yeah, Obi would have been a pretty fun little town. It is. Yeah. You know, I enjoy the food. I enjoy going to the, the beach there, the board. But yeah, alone. imagine no cars. Oh, that would make it awesome. It's like, what? Like here mm-hmm. for the the, the, the Evil Brown, the, the beachy athletic club that we have. We When we go biking, we've done the the Obi ride. That's we've cool. gone to Obi from here, from the brewery in Chula Vista and, and on our bicycles. And I'm like, damn, if there was no cars, this would be rad. Like right, this would right. be awesome. There's just a lot of congestion because the streets are narrow, yeah. you know, and, and there's like one way only and this way, that way. And it's like, I don't need more. You live in paradise, bro. That's why you live in paradise. <laughs> Thank you, Fede. Thank you. Thank you very much, bro. I'll make sure I'll promote and pimp, you, pimp your brand, pimp your website. Make sure everybody Appreciate goes you. out to hoppybeerhoppylife.com and purchases everything, all of the things. <laughs> Use the motherfucking code to get a discount, the homie discount. SD beer. Boom. Take it easy, compita. (laughs) See ya. That is a wrap. Thank you for listening to another episode of Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. Make sure to give us a follow on Instagram at Emo Brown. Pay our website a visit, emobrown.com. That's where you can find access to all of our episodes, information on how to join the Patreon, Emo Brown, the social club, as well as pick up all of our merch, hats, shirt, patches, masks, todo el pelo. As always, our episodes are brought to you by the wonderful people at the Miso Healthy Company, award-winning true full-spectrum CBD grown in California and sold worldwide. Lolita's Mexican Food. Patience is the essence of fine Mexican food. Located all throughout the San Diego County, specifically near dear home, Chula Vista. 
Balboa Avenue Dispensary for all your medicinal or recreational cannabis needs. Follow them, the Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Thank you very much. If you ever want to reach us, leave us a message, ask a question, share a thought, or just say hello, give us a call. 619-728-9300. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon.